and welcome to Africa, Stories in the 55. I'm Laura Angela Bagnetto. Each month, we bring you the best and brightest literature from around the continent, whether it's books translated from other languages into English or award winners who talk about their craft and the next bestseller they're working on. Today, we're bringing you a complex story that primarily takes place in a village outside of Wari in southern Nigeria. It's a tale of life and death, how the past can haunt you, but how you create your own future. Without further ado, here's Sam Omasheye, the author of Crocodile Girl, who tells us in his own words what his novel is all about. Crocodile Girl is about prejudice and how prejudice can corrode a society. The book starts out with a lot of action. I mean, there's a link to ties in Nigeria and the U.S., Mm -hmm. the slave trade. It's a lot to process. There's a lot going on. I mean, what was the inspiration for your book? Well, partly the story of the crocodile girl was told to me by my father that there was actually a situation in his home village when he was growing up. Uh, at Coco, in which there was a woman who was so beautiful that she could not be thought human. So they said that uh, at night she went to the water and turned into a crocodile. So that was the prejudice that was uh, cast on the woman. So that was where I took the story from. And I was in the U.S. and uh, when I started thinking about this novel, I decided that I was going to use that very material to... um, track racial prejudice and also look at African history and how prejudice, even within African history, especially with slavery, also um, affected um, relations between black and black as against white and black. The story takes place partially, well, most of the story mm-hmm. takes place in Oregon village. Yes. And it's interesting because prejudice is, that goes back so far that there is a lot of yeah. prejudice between, but basically the, the town elders, the village elders, and this yes. one woman named Alero. And um, yes. can you just tell us a little bit about that without revealing everything? Alero is a very interesting character to me because I see Alero as the fulcrum of the whole narrative. She's... Uh, She's the one who who is beautiful. She's the one who is charming. She's the one who suffers because of her beauty. And she's the one who has a relationship with the white um, visitor team. And she's the one who has to suffer because of that. And she is the story of the prejudice. And she, she simultaneously uh, reflects it. And uh, she reflects on other people her own prejudice that she suffers. As you said, there are two distinct themes that come up in the story of Mm. Alero and Tim, Mm. which you sum up in one part of the book, and this is a quote, beauty Mm. is part of the tragedy, the real tragedy Mm. is history. So is is, is this a reflection on colonialism in the the slave trade? Exactly. Okay. Slave trade. Mm. Slave trade, yes. Slave trade. In the the olden days, there was actually prejudice within this black society because as uh, historically people tend to want to glorify the african past say that africa people the, the white just came to africa to pick slaves but there were people who made who were profiting from slavery and slave trade who were blacks who made it possible for the whites to thrive so it was just that part of that was a part of that narrative that 
uh, I was trying to track. Mm. Well, I mean, the other issue is beauty. And so let's talk about that for a moment, because Alara, one of the main characters, is constantly told how beautiful she is. But the fact that she's a nurse is not even, Mm -hmm. it's disregarded. And so she's almost two-dimensional because people see her as her beauty or her curse uh, as being the daughter of the crocodile girl. Yeah, yeah, it defines her, which is really sad because she's uh, obviously more, she has more depth than that. Yes, it's a real uh, interesting thing that happens to her because she's she's seen as beautiful, but she does not even know she's beautiful because there's nobody to appreciate who she is. And just when she's supposed to enjoy her life, it unravels again in the city. And she has to come back to her default home, which is no home at all. The book is less than 300 pages long, but and not yeah, to give yeah. anything away, but there's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of action. Unfortunately, there's there's some death involved, um, which we, mm-hmm. we which we won't reveal. But um, there, it's a very complex plot because um, the reason why Tim who is the, mm. the white American guy who comes to mm. this um, to um, Oregon in Nigeria yeah. is through yes. another man whose name is Iche, yeah. which is really... In- Iche, yes. Yeah, his story is quite interesting as well, but he becomes yes, a yes. foil to the whole... Narrative. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Can you tell us yes. a, a little bit about how I- Iche is part of the... So important, Iche, but... Iche, Iche, Iche is the link between... Alero and Tim, and Ishe is the reason that Alero and Tim comes to Africa. But fortunately, Ishe is not able, because of what happened to him, to carry on, and it becomes the, as it were, the background uh, around which the narrative of Tim and Alero, and how the whole story of the village, including the old man, uh, take off. My favorite character in the in the book was the veteran. This is a yeah. A, yes, it's, it's my favorite character in the book. Oh, is it? Yeah, he's he's wise <laughs> because he speaks great English. He goes, he can he yes. can step between both the elders and yes. um, the Westerners who come to see what's going yes. on. And he has, yes. he has a lot of knowledge um, in, mm. in, in many ways. He also is missing a hand because he was in combat. Yes. Yeah, and he's, yes. he's a yes. great guy. Um, but he has, yes. And he has a lot to say, but he also, yes. he, also ref- he doesn't say a lot at the same time. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah, can you, can you tell us um, about him? He's the liberator of the tale. He is the one that that catalyzes the narrative because it is on him that a story about how to get to the forest, you know, takes place. It's him that uh, makes um, um, Tim Tim get adjusted to the environment. It is he. That can challenge the local, the, the, the elite, the traditional elite, without consequences. So it is, it is around that man that the whole narrative is. He, he belongs to that generation, but he's also a rebel against that generation. Well, thank you so much for this. I, w- I just have one more question, and that is: Are you working on anything right okay. now? Yes, I'm working on. Um, I'm working on another novel, 
which uh, he has a sort of resemblance to this, but it's quite a different story. That's all the time we have today. Thanks for listening to Africa Stories in the 55. I'm Laura Angela Bagnetto. What are you reading? Let us know. Write to us at storiesinthe55 at rfi.fr. That's storiesinthe55 with 55 as numbers at rfi.fr. Goodbye. Goodbye.